Dvekas and Barosh Hashanah off of volume number four. That was written, by the way, by our next guest. Somebody who's no stranger to this audience, but today we're not speaking about Jewish music. Today we're not speaking about Hask. Today we're not speaking about CDs. Today we're speaking about A.B. Rottenberg's brand new book. It's called The Season of Pepsi Myers. And to give everyone a perspective here, um, the book cover is a rendering of some form of Yankee Stadium. I don't know if it's old or future or future in black and white. I don't know. I'm not quite sure. Uh, this kid, Pepsi Myers, who I assume is the cover subject, has a bat in his right hand being held over his head. He's striding, it seems, toward home plate. He's got a number 18 on his back in a pinstripe uniform, and he's got a kippa on his head. And I spent part of our holiday reading this book, the brand new book by A.B. Rottenberg, The Season of Pepsi Myers. A.B. Rottenberg, Igmar Simatova, happy, healthy, and sweet New Year to you, and welcome back to JM in the AM. Amen. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Nachum, and I want to wish you and everyone listening, Igmar uh, Simatova as well, a wonderful, sweet year of happiness and success. I also want to take the opportunity to, to, to express to you my condolences on, on the recent loss of your mother. I never had the pleasure of meeting her, but judging by the children she raised and their devotion to Yiddishkeit in our community, she must have been a very special lady. I greatly appreciate that, and thank you so much. You know, A.B., um, <laughs> first of all, you, you, you got us a little bit, because the book is bad, and I don't know how much you want to reveal. I don't know if it's fair to reveal this story and its details on the air. You want people to buy the book and enjoy it. So I don't know how much you want to talk about, you know, the specific details, but, but you got us because, for two reasons. Number one, I, I was led to believe, based on the way this book was uh, advertised, that because it's the 50th anniversary of Sandy Koufax and the Yom Kippur game, or, or the non-attendance at the Yom Kippur game, I was led to believe that this kid is going to go through a similar struggle. And, Yet it is it is similar but so different. So that's number one. So you got us on that one. <laughs> and Have you been mentioning it on the air that it's the fiftieth anniversary? Like are people aware in the community? Uh, I don't think I've mentioned it on the air, but I've spoken to people, uh, you know, over the last couple of weeks about it. Because it's amazing. I mean, yeah. I mean, fifty years ago, it was nineteen sixty-five. It was uh, the Minnesota Twins, right? And Sandy didn't pitch the opening game, and his fans were furious at him. And they ended up winning. Sandy pitched the, the game seven on two days rest. Right. Pitched a complete game, and and it was just an unbelievable. Uh, uh, at, in those days, in those years, uh, to do something like that, or to 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 put your Judaism on your sleeve, and and to to it was such a kiddush Hashem. I mean, I remember it as a kid. I was twelve or thirteen years old at the time, and uh, you know, it was certainly the talk of the town. And and did it did it have an impact on me growing up yeah i think so i think all of us were were affected by it and and this idea of putting faith before fortune and fame is is, is an age-old struggle it's a, it's, a, it's a universal theme oh, it's unbelievable and i will tell you that uh, as you read the fiction of pepsi myers yeah you know the kids out there who are going to read this book have to understand that there is a real story the one you just described with sandy koufax which really really happened which is Again, unbelievable. A.B. Rottenberg is with us. The second thing you got us on, and, and I, I, I believe, and I've never written a book, not yet, 
Um, and I believe this is probably the worst thing you could say to an author, but then a really well-known author said to me, you have no idea how great a compliment it is. So I'm going to take a shot at this, A.B. Okay. You, you, as I've said to many authors on this show before, especially when it comes to Judaism and sports, you have written the book that all of us wanted to write. <laughs> Am I right? I think it is, it's a fantasy for, 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 for us in, in a way, this, this idea of, of a, but it could have been a, a kid who was, who grew up from. It could have been right. somebody from our community who was just so gifted at, at baseball and he, he wouldn't play. I think that would have achieved that same fantasy. But I intentionally chose somebody who had no knowledge of Yiddishkeit and, and, and came to New York uh, with his parents. With his, uh, he was an, He's an only child, Pepsi Myers, and he comes with his parents to New York, and they move in next door to a rabbi and uh, fortuitously move in next door to a rabbi in Riverdale. And they discover Judaism, as parents do at first, and then slowly uh, Pepsi follows them. At the same time, uh, I made him a phenom, somebody who actually saves the New York Yankees from from uh, from the cellar, from disrespect, from from an abysmal season. Yeah, and yeah. that's why I said it in the future because you know to to go back in time or to the present, you know, the Yankees are obviously a powerhouse. Yeah, but I don't think that's the only reason you said it in the future. I think the story sort of belongs in that. You know, it couldn't happen today, but God knows what will happen 30, 40 years from now type thing. You know Maybe. what I'm saying? Maybe. You could be right. Yeah. You could be right. Come on, A.B. Rottenberg is deeper than that, than just being a, 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 a fact of whether the Yankees are good or not. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. I very much wanted it to be, when somebody reads the book and comes to the end of the book, I very much wanted it to be part of the of his of his choice was not simply to be another ball player, even a good ball player, even a, an effective one, but I wanted him to be someone who actually was was the salvation of the team. Right. And that's why they had to be, um, you know, from the from the bottom feeders of the league at right. the time in the story. Right. Understood. Yeah. I, hey. Hey. I know. I know my baseball. I get that. <laughs> Are you a Yankee fan? I certainly am a Yankee fan. All right. Okay. Yeah. I'm very happy with the way it ends up. I don't want to give away too much here. A.B. <laughs> Rottenberg is with us. The book is called The Season of Pepsi Myers. And as you, and if you, and you know me well enough to know that I really enjoyed the ending. And I'm not talking about what happened at Yankee Stadium. But again, I don't want to reveal too much. But you know, A.B., that I'm very happy with the way things ended up at the very, very end. But whatever. <laughs> well, you know, Shlomo's alive and well in 2040. And there are a lot of, lot of wonderful, uh, References to, to to aspects of our lives yeah. that, that that are interesting. There's a lot of A. B. Rottenberg isms that are included in the book. A lot of things that the rabbi teaches the people in the book through his classes and through his discussions are things that you've taught us through certain songs and music. And I'm sure you know exactly what I'm referring to. I mean, conversation in the womb is in there, which is yes. your song. Yes, but I didn't tell. I didn't write which album you can buy the. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> the iTunes download. There's no accompanying CD. <laughs> uh, although I'd love to do the audio book for you, but we could talk after the show. Okay. <laughs> let yes. the let the kids go to sleep to this story. Yes. Um, the other thing is that you know, th there's a big setup. Um, th there's how do I put it? Uh, th th there's a lot of background that's necessary because it's obvious that you're not just trying to capture somebody who doesn't know much about baseball and explain things to them a bit. You're also trying to capture those who don't know everything about Judaism. 
and there's a lot of education in here. It must be hard for you as an author, knowing that, again, with all due respect, you know, some of us may find those pages a bit tedious because we know all that already, and yet you want to present it to a certain audience out there. Was that a difficult balance for you? It's a very difficult balance, but, but the fundamental is that, you know, I think if, if, if a parent would come home and say, you know, to his, uh, his son, saying, you know, uh, let's say, uh, unaffiliated Justin, I brought home a book from the uh, from the Judaica shop today. It's called uh, "The Fundamentals of Torah Judaism" or <laughs> "Why We Believe That Torah Is Min Hashemayim." I mean, a kid's not going to want to read that. Right. Nobody's going to he's going to say, "No, thanks, mom." You know, give it back. But a book about baseball, a book about a pennant race, a book about a kid who's who's a phenom who who hits for the cycle in his first game in the major leagues, who uh, it's 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 compelling. And and hopefully that 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 teenager or young adult will read the book and want to read everything that has to do with this with this character yeah. and and the struggles that he has and the information that he learns and the and you know what it's it's not only good for Justin it's good for Yankel as well because so many kids in our community even though they know how to do mitzvahs they know what to do they don't really understand the fundamentals. It's not expressed to them, or they don't really understand how to express it to others. And, and they, they don't have answers to many questions they have, which you answer in the book. Right. So so I think, you know, it's very important. And and the fact, obviously, we're, we're giving away here on the air, obviously, at the end of the... Oh, careful, day, careful, Amy. Let we're the, okay with Let that. the kids we're read okay it. Let the kids read it. Let the adults read it also. Yes, absolutely. But but obviously, you know, if, if, if I was the author of the book, and, you know, from where I'm coming from in my... My faith and my my upbringing. Obviously, at the end of the day, he's going to walk away from the game. Right. This is an important message. It's an important message that that this is that you can walk away. That this is more important. Right. A higher purpose in life, and and you can be the best ball player and have 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 star power and fame and fortune. And see, it's funny as I indicated to you in the email that I sent you. You're one of the few people whose work I nitpick. That's how much I admire you. Because Thank you. <laughs> I'm being serious. You saw some of the comments I had, but I was wondering about that. About how to present Pepsi Meyer? Should he be this kid who plays every day except Friday night and Shabbos, and except for Yom Tovim in the autumn, or you know, or, or should he be somebody who walks away? And I, I think it could have worked both ways. Frankly, I don't know if it had to work the way you decided that it worked. And in the book, like the the, the rabbi is surprised. Right, he's, he's shocked by his decision. By, right? by Pepsi's commitment and how far he takes it, and and he wonders to himself what he would have counseled uh, right. Pepsi had he needed to go slower. So all of these elements are there. By the way, you know that the moment Yontif ended, I googled whether anybody hit for the cycle in history the first game. You know that, right? Okay. <laughs> I, I googled that. So let me, I don't understand how anybody wrote a book before Google, before Wikipedia. I mean, they actually had to do research and work and go to a library. I mean... And I didn't even remember that George Sisler held the American League record for the... Uh, <laughs> no, no. Sisler was what? Second place? Or, or he must have been second place behind the Maggio, right? In, 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 the, in the hitting streak? I, I know Pete Rose is in Yeah, so now, isn't Sisler so, in the book? But that you? was at the start of the season. Oh, maybe so it was start of the had season. The, had, the, had the record. That's what it was, start of the right. season, right? You see that? I re- I'm telling you, you write something, I pay careful attention, <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, the other thing is, it's funny, you know what it took me back a little bit to? You know, obviously, you're responsible for so much in, in, in our, you know, repertoire of Jewish music. So you you did the children's series Marvelous Midos Machine. So much of that is set in the future. And here again... Is, is there a fascination that A.B. Roddenberg has with the future, or it's a total coincidence? I think we're all 
fascinated with the future. You know, I'm prepared to be to, to for people to say, well, why did you set it 25 years in the future? Don't you know that by then Mashiach's going to come? Aww. You know, people Aww. are going to ask me that. Yeah, well, baseball still might exist with Mashiach here. <laughs> Is there baseball in heaven? Don't don't, don't don't all good things exist once Mashiach's here? Come on. <laughs> Are you kidding me? That's right. Watch the last scene of Field of Dreams. Tell me that that's not going to exist when Mashiach's here. Come on. <laughs> A.B. Rottenberg is with us. The book is called The Season of Pepsi Myers. Have you gotten reaction from, quote-unquote, outside our insulated community? And you know what I mean. I do. I do. It, I'll, t- I'll be honest with you. This has been a three-year project. For wow. Me. Um, I was walking to shul two, uh, three summers ago. And on the way to shul, it came to me like a flash of lightning. The whole idea of the book, the basic outline of the book, about someone who would who would be a phenom, excellent at baseball, a uh, world class, and would eventually walk away from the game. So that idea, his name even came to me on that same walk. I don't know why. I don't know why I I came up with that name. It just shot into my head. And then later, I had to manufacture a reason why they named him Pepsi. Right. But. Um, so the first year was the was formulating the, the the book itself, starting the writing. The second year was really <clears throat> fine tuning it, editing it, fixing it, uh, showing it to people I trust and 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 respect, and getting feedback and you know, making changes and additions and subtractions. And the third year was more of a technical uh, necessity to to learn. I, I self published the book. I did reach out to try to get it. Uh, uh, send it off to literary agents and see if w- there would be interest. But it is just such a difficult, difficult thing to break in, you know, without connections or without a background in, in literature. And, and so so I, I had to learn the self-publishing business, and I published it on my own. It is distributed by Feldheim to Judaica Shops, and it's also available on Amazon online uh, in a soft cover version. So all of these technical things had to be learned, and it was very difficult for me. I, it took me many years to learn how to produce an album and do music, and now I've branched out and spent the time to learn how to do this. So are you thinking of another one already? <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I don't know. I'm, I'm going to sit back now and see. Uh, we are going to be advertising uh, the book in not only the Haredi or the, the, the Shomer Shabbat press, but in, in, in secular Jewish venues as well. There was an ad for it in Jewish Week. We want to do on the West Coast. We'd like to get it online. Uh, I'd like to see what happens. I'm hoping that that you know many many secular Jews will have the interest in in, in baseball and use this this book as a tool and a, a way to to learn about the fundamentals of Torah Judaism. That would be my that would give me great, great satisfaction. Oh, it's an unbelievable project and well worth it. And I want to, I want to tell the kids out there and the, and the and the adults who buy books. Hopefully, people still actually buy books for kids. Uh, that you know, once they get into this, it just gets better and better with every page. It builds so much excitement, and they will love it. Get them into it, even if they're not readers. They will like this if they like baseball. And in terms of the adults, I'm telling you, it's a it's a great read, and it's just a lot of fun. And uh, like I say, Av, for someone like me, it's the book I always wanted to write. <laughs> so you've done you've done all the work. You took three years <laughs> to make my dream come true. You know. Um... Remember, remember the Moshe Yes sang it for me on Journeys One. What you're looking for yep. is oh. right there at your door. Oh, is that a song? Believe me when I tell you, friend, you couldn't ask for more. So that's the message to our brothers and sisters out there. You no, pl- no place like home, right? There's no place like home. You've got to, 
come and study Torah, see, see what it's about. Uh, there's so many resources today. There's so many ways for somebody to take a computer and, and have a chavrusa online and get a shear, get a class, find out what it's about, find out. Uh, the ignorance is the saddest thing in the world, and, and, and unfortunately so many out there, uh, it, it, it's bagels and locks, and it's, it's a little bit of, of knowledge of what, of what Judaism is about, but it's so, so... It's missing so much. There's so many people who are, not, who are not even walking into shul on the high holidays anymore. Forget about being there three days a year. A lot of people yes. are not even doing that anymore. Yes. yes. So hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll be a tool for 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 outreach and for rabbis and for and as well as reaching directly to that community. Certainly, you know, the people in our community who who pick up the book, give it to a neighbor, give it to a, give it to a friend who may not know anything about Yiddish guide and the the baseball angle, the story, the pennant race. You know, Pepsi Meyer's exploits will draw them in. Uh, we'll get them interested in in the story. How they umpire a game in 2040 is pretty cool. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yes. I'm demanding that now as a fan. <laughs> I wouldn't mind. Yeah. You know, what, while I was writing the book, they, they, they came out with the, the video replay. I mean, when oh, I started the book, right. it wasn't even video replay. Right. Now it's a rule. Now it's a rule, so I had to rewrite certain parts. And, and yeah. you know, my gosh, you know. I was trying to tell them to wait. Wait till the book is out. Yeah, at least that. A.B., um, the Hatzlacha Rabbah, what can I say? I'm 100% behind this project. Uh, so excited that I read it and so excited that I'm able to speak to you about it. And it should be with a tremendous success, and it should really inspire people young and old and make them proud, make everybody proud well, to be a, mem- so much, a member. Very of well said, and, and I so appreciate you having me on, especially this time of year. I know that uh, there's so much, uh, you know, so much going on. You know, it's funny. I, I was desperate to schedule the interview because I again I thought with Kofax and everything that this is a Yom Kippur book then then, the, then I read the book and I say to myself all right we could have done this any time of year are you any kidding me <laughs> but, well it's better in the summer you know the Yankees are in a pennant race I hope they meet the Mets in the World Series yeah, that would be amazing again that would be wonderful for New Yorkers and for for you know for it would be great I that, hope the result would be the same as last time but you want to hear a funny story by the way sure I don't know. <laughs> Last Shabbos, we're, we're discussing <laughs> members of my family decided they're going to go to the Yankee Toronto game in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Last, uh, I don't remember what night it was. And, and we're talking about this the entire Shabbos afternoon, you know, driving, coming right back, missing only one day of school, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> the second Shabbos ends, we, we look at the Yankee schedule. <laughs> they're not in Toronto that night, Amy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that a so they drove up and they no 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 just in our in our heads over right. Shabbos we were already up there you know what I mean I see, I see. <laughs> that's what baseball does to you you know it takes you to takes you to a different dimension <laughs> you know I remember I was there was a TV shop there was a TV store um, on on I think it was Lefferts Boulevard in Kew Gardens maybe I was ten eleven years old. And it was, I think it was Sukkot's time, and it was the World Series, 1963, and the Yankees were in the World Series. And it wasn't Yom Kippur, but it was Yantis. Right. And maybe there were five or six boys from, from show. We were all watching that we couldn't hear the sound. We were watching the game right. through the through the window right. in the old black and white TV, yeah. and Sandy Koufax struck out 15 Yankees. And we were devastated. We were so heartbroken. But if you if you read my book, you'll find out that 
The Yankees get revenge in 2040. <laughs> yes, it takes a long, long time. Sometimes it takes a long. Erech <laughs> Apayim. By the way, by the way, you reminded me of something else just now <laughs> because yeah. someone's telling me a story how it was again one of these games, some Chastor or whatever it was, and you know they're gathered around literally, like you just said, a TV shop, a you know, standing outside, and someone walks by and of course says to them, "Don't you know your team is going to lose if you?" Uh, it was the Mets Dodgers, I think. Uh-huh. Don't you know the Mets are going to lose if you if you're watching the television? So they said. Wait a second! Aren't there Dodger fans right now in L- in LA who are doing the same thing? <laughs> How does God decide what to do? Yeah. Amy Gmarch Simatova. Good. Thank you so much. All the best and only good news. Amen. Good luck with the season of Pepsi Myers. The season of Pepsi Myers from AB Rottenberg. This is JM in the AM. Cause you're where you want 
Roddenberg spoke about during our conversation, No Place Like Home, It's Journeys at JM in the AM. Brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listeners sponsored WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope. Rockland County at 91.9 on the FM dial, broadcasting live from the Sonia and Robert Gold Studios in Jersey City, New Jersey. Round the world on the web, jmtheam.org. 